This is a podcast from Rover. Oh, what an honour and a privilege to have the big man back in the house, Jed Milton. Welcome back to The Rock Drive, mate. How are? Cheers, thank you. It's quite the honour to be in the studio with you guys. Mate, it's, it's flashed it's, you one, eh? Yeah, it's been a minute. COVID kind of scuttled everything, but it doesn't seem to have scuttled your ability to absolutely ragdoll and asshole yourself uh, when it comes to riding anything on two wheels. A life behind bars is a life that you chose, and I'm stoked that you're still alive because you just seem to have like 50 lives. <laughs> I said it to you guys before, but riding bikes is just like riding a bike. <laughs> you don't forget how to ride a bike. And I think just the older I get, like the smarter you get, really. And then you kind of just play with to your strengths. You know, it's like life in general. You don't really want, need to go learning anything new. I guess the only new things we're doing is kind of passing on the torch, like, you know, um, giving the message, you know, teaching the, the young generation, like especially with the new development program we've created um, for the athletes at Jumpflex. Like, yeah, it's kind of the world shut down, as you know, as we all know, we've all been dealing with the current climate. But, um, yeah, I kind of had to reroute and recalibrate what was going on because no longer could I travel and do live shows. So yeah. I just kind of rerouted it back into here. And I was like, what do I want to do? I was like, I want to give back. I want to have other kids like have the same opportunity that I've had. So, yeah, and then one thing led to another and um, Jumpflex and I lined up and, yeah, here we are. Yeah. So for those people that don't understand what Jumpflex is, it's uh, you're basically, you've obviously bushwhacked your way through this as a profession. Uh, and do you almost feel like, you cheeky little bastards, you've got it so much easier than us. I'm serving up no. on a platter for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, well, Jumpflex is um, the biggest trampoline company in the world. And, uh, you know, uh, for me personally, when I got into action sports, it was the trampoline that got me into it. It was that spark, the thing that sparked like air awareness and, you know, wanting to go further. And then I guess uh, uh, more to what's coming up now is Xair. And like Xair is what I owe my whole life to. And that's coming up at the end of the month. Like, I mean, Mad Mike, he owes his whole career pretty much to that. Nick Franklin, like Nick Franklin's got two kids and he's retired now. Yeah. He's only just 40 years old. Like, and that was Xair where we all started and that's coming back. So it's so exciting for the next generation of athletes in New Zealand. I was going to say, are, is there anything left? Is there any meat left on the bone? Because I think that there's a generation that went through and you mentioned those names before and obviously yourself. Uh, uh, Pricey's another one as well that you could throw in there yeah. that just busted himself to bits. Is there anybody that's pushed the envelope as hard as you guys have and as hard as you did and continue to do the craziest thing about it? Um, there are young guys out there, but I think the key thing that was missing was X here because that was kind of the platform and the thing every year that we had to look forward to. And that's what gave us hope, you know, like we had these international guys coming here that we only thought existed in magazines and DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> and the next minute you're with them year in, year out. And then what was the most super humbling part of it was – them coming back the next year and you being on the roll and beside them and going, hey, Jed. And, like, yeah. oh, and I'd wet myself. I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> such and such just said hello to me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I guess like having that experience as a young guy coming up, and that's kind of our responsibility now moving forward. And then with Xair coming back, it's huge. I'm so excited. Do you get the ability, sorry, to, to, just to jump in, you talk about some of those big names. Uh, Xair obviously is the pinnacle in terms of New Zealand. Nobody ever had a shot at uh, of going, jumping outside of New Zealand really and, and really taking this on the road. That relationship that you've got now with the Nitro Circus team must be like, to look on your phone, I'm assuming that you go through and you go, oh, there's Travis's number. Or like seeing that turn up on your phone when someone calls you, you're like, what is actually going on? How did my fucking life, life end up here? <laughs> yeah, that oh, that's a whole nother whirlwind. Like before that was the X Air days, and like we we're 
like I was saving up for nine months of the year to go traveling the States for three months of the year. And I did that for five years. Wow. And then um, when I was 24, I decided to just focus on something, you know, something special. And I did the triple flip. Yeah. And it all paid off. And then from there, yeah, Nitro Circus come along. And so there was a 10-year period before Nitro Circus of, you know, me doing it myself. I'm a fabricator welder, so I could make good money saving up, you know, to go traveling. And always had good bosses that believed in what I was doing. And then, yeah, and then fast Fast forward ten years from where I started that career, Nitro come along, yeah. and then I there was no there was ten years. That was the last ten years. Wow, over three hundred shows around the world with, like like you say, Travis Pastrana, <laughs> the Godfather, <laughs> far out. Oh smokes! Is that how that played out? So you basically you upload, you stomped the triple flip, you uploaded that, and then the phone rang. Uh, yeah, actually, one of the first phone calls I got that week was from Matt Hoffman. Wow. Man. Inviting me to X Games. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was like six Boy. days later and I was in America qualifying for X Games. I, re- I remember God. that. I was like, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> I remember that footage. Was that shot in Topo or something? Somewhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. seeing that when it came out. And then obviously, once you've done three, then you've really got to really size things up and just keep pushing it. As for the limit, I think it's the limit. It should be the limit. I don't really feel like it's worth encouraging anyone to go for five. No, well, well, yeah, if it was so. Uh, uh, no, so I'll tell you the funny story because when I did two, I built the jump to do two in two thousand nine, and straight away I went to the organisers and said, "Hey, man, we can do three. We just got to make a big enough jump." And they kind of like what? And didn't really believe me, so I went off on the path, uh, and it was two thousand eleven, like a couple of years off. The next year. I triple flip and straight away I remember going into the into the kitchen and my aunties and uncles and my mum and dad they're all sitting there and like kind of unwinding from the triple flip day and everyone's like stoked having a beer and then they looked at me and said uh, so what are you going to do now and I I no word of a lie looked at them and said I'm going to do four mm-hmm. and the whole room went silent no kidding yeah and then fast forward four years and I'm with Nitro and had the I had the platform and the resources and the the backing to be able to do it and. We did four. <laughs> so, so wait, but, is, but, it, is, is it as simple as just making the jump this like, is gonna bigger be good. every time? <laughs> and do you like? Do you know what that jump for doing five? You know, if that's even possible, do you know what that ramp would have yeah, to look like in a, your head? You've got a fabricator's mind. So it's, is that what you start thinking of? It's so funny because it's it is as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although Same it, angle, it's just bigger. No, yeah, although then it does take the confidence. Like it's in my head, I'm like, yeah, and then it's the jumps, and I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, <laughs> this is what yeah. I committed to. We've done it. Let's go. But then after so four, fast. after four, I was like, I'm not going to do five. That's silly. Like I, <laughs> the last nine months have been terrifying. Like look at my gray hairs on my head. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to reverse the aging process. No. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, I'm going to reverse the aging process. I'm going to do it by stressing less. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so you've you've cut it there. Uh, X here. Obviously, you don't want things to go pear shaped. Uh, where it all began, like this is kind of coming back and closing the loop for so many of us. It was such a, you know, such a hit when it would roll into town and we'd get so fizzed up. And I mean, there's just a trail of destruction after as soon as Xia leaves town. And kids are throwing themselves off roofs and dropping in on half pipes <laughs> and getting buckled. Uh, do you imagine it's going to be much of a muchness? Is it kind of feeling like a reunion? Yeah, it's going to be the mega reunion. I think on the Friday night we've got a big old school reunion. I don't think I fit quite into the old schoolers category, <laughs> but I'm so stoked to get invited. But um, I think the special part of this X year is we're going to have big air. And um, the one thing, my first job at Jumpflex actually was we bought an old toll truck 
and we turned it into a portable mega ramp. Yes. No sick. way. And then so that's what I spent five months last year doing because my background's welding. Yeah. So I built this wheel. The guys in Hamilton designed it, and then I built it, and now I've got a mega ramp truck. So oh we're taking that God. there, and that's going to be like one of the main events is mega ramp. Do you reckon that just on the jump flexing? Do you think that we're one of the last countries in the world to still appreciate a trampoline to the level that we do? Like I, like I'm thinking hard pressed to imagine a backyard in New Zealand without a trampoline, and even to the point when things started getting a little bit niggly, you know, uh, mid mid nineties, and they took them out of schools. You know, uh, do you reckon that we've got? better coverage than any other country. Like, we just love to throw ourselves around. I double-bounced my kids so hard that I thought he was going to the air, he was going to air ambulance. I actually He went over the side, didn't he? I, he just sided one. full human scorpioned himself and his ass hit him in the back of the head and basically just flipped his diaphragm so he couldn't breathe. Yeah. I was literally punching in 111, but a buddy of mine was there and he's like, nah, mate, sweetie. Like, thanks, Dad. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no yeah. more double-bouncing. Jay's a big fan of the trampoline. He made his kids uh, during lockdown uh, jump the height of Mount Everest. Yeah. No, I definitely Every day think just knocking it over. They did it, eh? Yeah. And now you're like, guess how far away the moon is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, trampolines are all kind of part of like that freestyle culture. It's no different to like water jumping. You know, jumping off cliffs into water. Yeah. And just that whole building huts and yeah, that's kind of the life I'm still living. I just never wanted to grow up. I remember <laughs> being 17, going, "This is so cool. I don't want to grow up," and I still feel 17, just making huts and. Yeah, playing around and oh, uh, you just show me. A yeah, picture so we just of the, we just got a picture of the truck that Holy you were talking shit. about. Yeah, yeah. Is that the limit? Like, I, I guess I'm asking it in a million different ways. When are we tapped out? Like, do you think that we've come to the end? Because I remember when it was like Heath Patterson and all those Mount Deros that were doing the big snowboarding stuff. They're doing back to back winters and they'd wreck themselves trying to bust those big air jumps. And then came the the big landing pillows, and that changed everything. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's a whole you lot more. You spent half the year in plaster. Yeah, and yeah. that's and then from that, the progression level just went through the roof because you don't have to wait nine months for your body to start working again. Same in BMX. And that's why I'm 35 and I'm still riding. I only yeah. ride airbags now. I'm smart. <laughs> Work smarter. I ride airbags and foam bits. Like, yeah, I don't need to reinvent no wheels now. You know, I've gone there and done all the hard yards and whatnot. And that's what that's how I get my kicks. That's fun. And then when people see you doing that, you know, ideally as well, like children and their parents, they, they it's more encouraging for them, you know, want to get into it. Man. Last week you were uh, acting like you're 17 again. Was it last week, the, uh, the bungee jump? Yeah. Was it yeah, this week? This last week. week. Oh, that was old push. Uh, Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I did do the. Well, he's a promo for the AJ Hackett bungee and Topol. Well, that was real cool. It looked yeah. fun. Good to ride my bike off a bungee. Yeah. yeah. What's, what is? And that's cool. But what do you reckon is the is the coolest thing that you've done? Where you're just like, man, this is pretty out of it. Do you hide for expensive Hollywood parties or just some crazy setup that you've got to ride or crew that you've got to ride with when you're going back over? Well, you've pretty much been doing it for the best part of three decades now. Mm. Uh, what do you reckon is at the top of the list for you? As soon as you started saying that, my, my brain just started going, oh, think, 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 think. <laughs> but no, one that always pops up, it's pretty out of this world. We went to Saudi Arabia yeah. once. Whoa. And um, yeah, we did shows there. And we did the first ever show that women, international show that women were allowed to. Work it. Yeah, and yeah. and we actually got yeah. I went with Travis and James, and we went to Osama bin Laden's nephew's house, which what? was no word of a lie, which was in the government building in the middle of town, and he had the biggest exotic car collection in the world. It was six stories deep under their government building. Oh, 
And then we were in the office and he's like, oh, yo, <laughs> check out that. And it was a Boeing 747 full, like, flight, flight simulator. That's pretty out of this world, eh? Yeah, and then, exactly what I was after. And then as we were packing down the set, uh, Yemen tried blowing up the airport. And we heard it. We're all sitting, uh, packing down. It's the first time we actually helped the track crew pack down. And we're packing down, and then we heard all the air raid sirens and stuff. And our security is like, uh-oh. And next minute, all of the uh, well, a majority of us were getting messages from home going, are you guys okay? Because apparently Yemen were trying to blow up the Saudi airport. And then we got there four hours, three hours later, and then um, it was normal, normal, normal day. Everyone Sweet normal. Like yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. And it was actually the airport's um, missiles that shot down the um, missiles from Yemen. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> what a hectic life that you have yeah. led and continue to lead. That's leave. one story. Yeah. <laughs> and your flight was on time. That's the most amazing part of the story. <laughs> yeah, it was cool getting sitting on that plane leaving. I was like, okay, come on, get out here. Would you like a drink, yep. sir? We're yes, in the air. Okay, them. we're out. We're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Saudi. Oh, man. Hey, it's bloody good catch up with you, and we appreciate you making the drive up from the Tron. Um, and we're looking forward to X here. We'll be there for sure. Mm. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. He finally gets to go home, so that means I get to go home. Oh, and uh, Jay's black eye. He got oh, head, yeah. headbutted by the boss after some bad um, ratings. Yeah, tough ratings. ratings. No. Tough survey day today. <laughs> yeah, Brad the boss. No, he's fighting the fight for life. Yeah, I got to this is laugh. One oh, week you go. are, eh? Yeah, me versus Tammy. A oh, couple wow. of fat 40 year olds sharing a bit of leather. Oh, you are. <laughs> I've seen that. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, good luck. He's working on well, head movement. At clearly the need it. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to miss a target this big. The Jay and Dunk Podcast.